Well, welcome to South Sea Folk Podcast. Uh, my name's John Sands, and we're going to be talking to local businesses, and we are talking to local businesses and people who really make a difference uh, in society that we're in now. And and I've always got my faithful companion at my side, and that is Lou. Hi, Lou. How are you doing? Hello, John. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, you had a good week. So my week, yeah, well, I've got my vaccination date in now, so I'm due to go and get my... um my vaccination booked in oh, oh sorry I'm going along next Tuesday to get my vaccination done um I mean I've got I've had COVID so I've got the antibodies there but it's still also nice to have that in my system as well because you yeah. don't know how those antibodies are going to last what about you what's in what's your week been like yeah it's been good it's very busy it's just been so busy with South Sea folks since the website went live to be honest mm. um, and I've taken a bit of a week off this week because I just needed that break because it's been quite full on. Um, but I've been talking, what's been amazing for me, I've got some amazing creative friends uh, yeah. and they've had their day jobs. And during lockdown over the last year, um, I've got two friends that have taken on a bit of a side venture. Um, one of them has been doing jewellery and the other one has set up this wonderful Etsy shop um, so I'm going to be writing about that and putting that up on the website, um, which I think is is really lovely and is a bit of positivity there for people, yeah. you know. Yeah. Talking of positive, I think the person we got on our podcast is um, one of the most positive people that I've interviewed, and she's been on our podcast uh, before back in back in March, and we did that. We recorded it round your house, didn't we, Lou? So yeah. like, that seems like an, an age ago. So do you want to introduce our, um, the person we have on the podcast this week? Yeah. So so we had Caroline Sumners came around to our house and we did an amazing podcast. But unfortunately, the sound didn't work. So we didn't actually get around to using it. And it's taken a whole year to get Caroline back. <laughs> yes. She's so busy. A whole year <laughs> and a pandemic. Other people. Um, so welcome, Caroline. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Yes, I can't believe actually it's a year since we did that. Yeah. It's gone so slow yet so quick. <laughs> yeah. What a your baking year. Look. <laughs> yeah. What a strange year as well. Isn't so um, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are for, for listeners that, that don't know who you are, Caroline? Yeah, I can do that. So as Lou said, yeah, my name is Caroline Sumners. I um, I live in South Sea. I have done for longer than I really want to admit because then everyone will know how old I am. So a long time. Um, and I have two businesses actually because why be content with one? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so I um, I'm uh, by day I guess I am a marketing consultant. So I work with mainly uh, service-based businesses so you know coaches consultants financial services people like that um on <clears throat> their implementing their digital marketing strategy so taking them probably from not really knowing what they're doing or not really having much of a digital presence to getting all that live and working with them on an ongoing basis to grow their business really yeah. um and then I also am co-founder of a business called Flex, which um, is, well, we've had to transition a lot um, and use We that. spoke about that, Caroline, didn't we, in the last yeah. podcast that, that never went out. But 
we chatted about that so it's be interesting to know how that's going for you now yeah so basically flex we um uh, me and my co-founder jill farmer we uh, set up a website that basically was what you might call originally the Air- an airbnb of co-working so you could go on there find a co-working space and go and work there and it was like na- we had a national um sort of a directory of co-working spaces we also were running a small boutique co-working space in victory business center yeah. well we've closed that obviously uh we closed that quite early on probably around may last year because yeah. obviously there was you know no one was going in the office and absolutely mm. you know no one's gone back since so that was the right thing to do but although sad and then we basically um, have completely reworked Flex to focus on actually helping, although we still list um, places you can go and co-work, yeah. we're actually focusing on really supporting the hospitality trade. Because a lot of the time, um, hospitality businesses, particularly pubs, restaurants, they've got lovely surroundings, but they can be sitting empty for most of the day. Yeah, sure, They're just yeah. being used in the evening. And so what we're doing is we're partnering with different um, hospitality businesses to set up almost like pop-up co-working where people can go and work during the day. Um, You know there's going to be someone there. You get out of your house. It's good for your mental health. Um, Now, obviously, again, that's had to close right now. Um, But we've got we're building up quite a list of businesses that we're working with, both locally here and nationally. Um, And then we've also launched a shop with Flex that basically provide you with um, ergonomically sound equipment to help you work a bit better and a bit more comfortably at home. Yeah. So we've designed with the Makers Guild um, a um, stand-up desk, portable stand-up desk, so that you, you know, you're not sort of sitting down all day long. And we're also now re-upholstering disc- and upcycling old office chairs that maybe look yeah. a bit bashed and a bit yeah. um, not very nice, but um, with really luxurious like le- velvet fabrics, um, different things like that. So A, we're helping reduce waste. B, we're supporting um, the lady that's doing the upholstery as a local business here in Southsea. Um, and also we're, um, we get our recycled chairs from a local business. So we're kind of like trying to pull all these elements together to support people in their home working life, whether that be through providing them a space to go and work on a couple of days a week yeah. or providing them with kit and equipment that make it all a bit safer and all a bit more comfortable. So are you selling the chairs now or are you just in the process of getting that? We hopefully will have that live on our website in the next two weeks. We're just um, in the process of upholstering a couple of samples um, and then they will be going on the website in the next two weeks, hopefully. And then people can go on, choose a chair, choose a fabric. It's done bespoke for them and then shipped to them. Excellent. So how are you doing that whole design and manufacturing because obviously you can't all be in one place doing that how are you are you, is, are you getting someone to do make the whole chair or bits and pieces is, it, is that to travel around what's it's, the process? it's honestly john it's been incredibly challenging to mm. try and maintain uh things uh, keeping that project going um yeah. so basically we we take discarded office chairs from a business um uh, called um, Recycled Assets. They're up in Hilsey. 
they have a, a business that clears offices um, for, for you know big companies and then they sell businesses on as um, equipment on as part of a community interest project um, they sell on the equipment so we get our um, core chairs from recycled assets yeah. my business partner in flex is an ergonomist chartered ergonomist so she knows exactly what she's looking at she knows if it's a good quality chair or not whether it's a you know what what we need we get those and then we work with a local upholster who's based at the makers guild and she upholsters them for us that is amazing yes. I, mean, what I love about that is that you know when you think about it there are going to be millions and millions of offices even like my husband's office now that no one's sat in there for a year where there's maybe 300 chairs just sat there so yeah exactly it's actually a big uptake of actually people getting rid of office furniture isn't there exactly and the thing is office chairs are ugly right they're normally Mostly they are aren't they they're, yeah. you know they're normally black or that horrible blue color when i was working at ibm we had just the you know they were they were horrible yeah. and yeah. you don't want them in your house and so i resisted for so long in getting an office chair and the net result is I've been in and out of the chiropractor. I can't even tell you how many times. <laughs> but so in the end, I was like, OK, I'm going to have to get a proper chair. So um, which we trial the upholstering. You can see it. It's like, oh, yes. It's very yeah, nice. So sorry, <laughs> that's really bad for a podcast. Me showing yes. it. <laughs> it's got a lovely. Look at it. It's lovely. We can tell you. It's describing <laughs> <laughs> but we trialled it out to see how it would work and um, had really positive feedback on it. So we decided to launch it as a service. So not only, yeah, we're helping sort of like reduce waste, but you can get something that, you know, fits in with the decor of your house and, yeah. you know, doesn't look quite so sort of ugly sat there because not, not a lot of people have a special dedicated space for office, you know, for an office in their house, but they've had to sort of like create one. And you want to make it try and make it look as nice as possible but also as comfortable as possible so yeah we're hoping that it's going to be uh, successful it's been challenging though because of Imagine, you know yeah. we can't all meet in one place you know like all of us so we're doing everything on zoom we're trying to see the chairs on zoom and it's you know it's yeah. been really challenging but really exciting i love that you kind of like a one-stop shop because you've got all the expertise that you've got from all your marketing and consultation with all of that then you've got all of this to do with flex um it's quite rare to sort of find someone of your expertise to be creating almost like a one-stop shop of you're giving advice you're helping businesses helping the marketing and then helping them with their office equipment <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, you know, the, 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 the two businesses do go quite well together. And also, um, because in Flex, Jill and I have got quite complementary uh, skills, that also works really well together. So one of the things that we're doing with Flex is if we list your, if, if you have your pub or restaurant or hotel listed on our site, one of the things that we do is we provide you with kind of like a, marketing pack if you like for how to promote your business also as a co-working space because you're used to promoting your business as a restaurant as a hospitality yeah. business but you're not used to uh marketing it and promoting no. it as an office space and it isn't as simple as just saying 
come and sit at a desk. So one of the things we do is we provide a marketing pack where people can get sort of ideas about how they could do that and types of people to reach out to and, yeah. and all of that. So, yeah, the two skills go kind of together. So, um, yeah, so that's – but trying to run two businesses it, it during a pandemic easy. is – it can't Quite be stressful. <laughs> so you now obviously you've been doing something right, Caroline, because you received an award as well, which is fantastic. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, yes, I run. I won an award for. Um, I can't even remember what the award was actually, which is really pathetic. It was for best marketing and engagement specialist. There we go. There we go. Southern <laughs> Southern Business Enterprise Awards, I think. Anyway, um, yeah, it's lovely to receive an award, but um, it's it's also a bit strange because I don't know who nominated me. I, I don't even know how. Um, it came you know came about that I was sort of like on the list so that's a bit weird but um but lovely that someone took the time to do that board, isn't it yeah you got it from yeah yeah so the uh, first thing I knew was that when the company <clears throat> sent me an email saying that I'd been nominated so and could I provide a bit of information and background so I had to provide some results from anonymously client results no no, no clients were named but you know type of sort of um, results I was getting and then yeah about five weeks six weeks later they said oh yeah by the way you've won so um, yeah it's really really um, actually it was really lovely because you you know I've been doing the marketing sort of like uh, consulting six years I think now mm. and probably the last year's probably been the hardest like everybody but at the same time it's in a weird kind of way, been the best. <laughs> um, so it's really nice to receive the award, yeah. It's kind of a little bit of validation and I must be doing something right. You definitely are. Well, what I was going to ask you, Caroline, was what advice would you give to a new business opening now um, in South Sea or Portsmouth? Um, you know, what advice could you give them on a marketing level, bearing in mind of, you know, where we are at this moment in time, um, you know, what tips could you give them? I mean, each business is different according to, you know, what type of business it is, whether you've got premises, whether you, um, you know, whether you're a service business or a shop, whatever. But what I would say is that the world has gone digital now. And there is no going back from that. Yeah, not going to change, is it? No. You have to have your online presence sorted. And yeah. it has to be coherent. And it has to be so that if a someone, a potential customer sees you in one place, they're seeing the same thing in another place. And you have to think that through and be consistent with what you're saying and and you know visually how you're saying it and how often you're saying it and I guess one of the, the top tips I always give is just keep saying the same thing over and over again because even though you get bored of saying it because you think oh crikey I keep saying the same thing yeah you think everyone knows it don't you? yeah your customers don't mm. see that all the time they're only picking up the odd piece yeah. here and there and you've got to keep reinforcing who you are what you do why you do it and 
all of that. So that's, I would say, you've got to get your digital presence sorted, even if you're a shop, because the first, A, you've got to make sure that should we have another lockdown, please God we don't, oh. but should yeah. we have another one, you can easily switch to an online model. Yeah. And you've got to have that kind of like hybrid. And so if you haven't got your web presence, your digital presence sorted, now is the time to do it. And we're uh, not going to switch over, like, are we? When, when, when Boris turns around and says, right, OK, lockdown's over, we're not going to go from one way of working to another way of working, are we? That it's going to bleed over. Or it may come to some kind of hybrid format when we then get into the lockdown thing, because we've also learned a lot. And I don't think we should change too much, should we? No, exactly. And I think that um, I think what it's shown is that, I mean, if you, I haven't got the statistics on the on the tip of my tongue and I probably should have looked them up. But, you know, the growth in e-commerce last year, even for businesses that, you know, maybe you didn't even think of yourself as traditionally someone that was going to sell over the Internet was phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, yes, if you've got a shop, I think that's we need high street we still yep. need high street we still need shops but you've got to marry your in-person like on the street presence with your digital presence and it's not either or no it's no. both oh, and, yeah. and that is fundamental and the other thing i would say and i'm banging on to my clients about this all the time is do not rely just on social media you have to build up your email list you yep. have to own your relationship with your customers because at any opportunity or any point, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, they could decide, but well, we're going to close your profile Oof. down. Yep. It's there that, at whim. They can do yeah. that. And you what happened to, to Donald? What happened exactly. To Donald? And you have to have a way of still communicating with your customers in a direct way. So do yep. not neglect building up your email list and communicating with them off, you know, off social media platforms as well as on because you've got to have that as a backup and you've got to own your relationship with your customer no matter who or what type of business you have that's a really 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 good tip that caroline and it, it's funny what you say because i had someone look at my um you know my business uh, for a completely different thing actually and she's got a hundred thousand followers and i was a bit nervous because i was thinking oh god what's she gonna think but what she said was that my Google, when you click on Google and you click on South Sea Folk, it's got a really good presence. And, and she said and that's because you give out good content regularly and all of your everything ties up and Google like that. Mm. And I was like a bit kind of blown away because it was kind of organic. I hadn't planned it. It was just kind of like what I do. But yeah. that you say that people should think about all different areas and online and not just focusing on social media that it's a good point that it is and i think i think the other thing to think about is that customer experience is key um in a world where you get instant feedback where people have no qualms about bad mouthing your business on yeah. on social media should they see fit you've got to provide uh, the best possible customer experience and that also trickles down to what what are you saying on your website how do you work what's the experience uh, one of the things I do with clients all the time is the first thing we do is we we put a Q&A page on their website or you know 
mm. frequently asked questions. It's basically, how do I work? How yeah. is it, what's the experience? What's going to happen next? And I think people are very keen to understand that. They want to know. They want expectations set because um, if you don't set the right expectations, they will go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And they will. And they need to find that quickly as well, don't they? It's not because yeah. it, it, we talk about the um, we, in my company, we talk about the customer experience and customer yeah. journey for a website. How yeah. do they get around? And I find also, and please correct me if you don't think that as well, is not just about, you know, I make this, I make that, this is what I sell, have a look at this, but also who am I? Oh, John, that's like music to my ears. Mm. One of the other things that we do very early on when I work with clients is that we completely rework their about page if, if, um, if they haven't got one. So yeah. I, I understand that people don't want to possibly put themselves out there and be like, look at me, it's me. That's not what it's about. What it's about is who am I? What are my values? Yeah. What what kind of person am I? If it's a single person business like me, or even as a small business, what do we stand for? And, you know, I want to know about you as a business. And today's consumer is so much more discerning and they will not give you their money if they think that their values don't align with yours. Yeah. 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 And, and talking about the human side, we're going to kind of change, going to change track a bit now, Caroline. And we're going to find out a little bit about you. Okay. Okay. And um, what makes Caroline Caroline? <laughs> and what we'll do is, Lou, do you want to start off with the first, um, the first question on that one then? And we'll, um, we'll dig a little deeper into you. Yeah, so we've been sort of getting guests on and asking sort of these questions. Um, so the first question is, what kind of superpower would you have? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Well... <clears throat> <laughs> I think, I think, especially right now, I think I'd quite like to fly. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? That, that would be amazing. You could I get mean, out and, yeah, no one could yeah. stop you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, they were talking the other day about, you know, don't book a holiday yet or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, next on my list of places to go is Bolivia. I really want to go to Bolivia. Mm. During lockdown, I've watched... Um, there's a point to this story, by the way. <laughs> uh, I watched Ewan McGregor's Long Way Up, which yeah. he did yes. from Ushuaia in South America, right at the very tip, all the way up to Los Angeles. And um, one of the places that he went on the way on his motorbike was Bolivia. And I've been to a couple of places in South America, but I haven't been there. And I just was blown away by how beautiful it was. So I was like, right, I'm going to Bolivia. That's my next trip. So... I think it'd be really cool if I could just like fly there like today, now, have a look around the salt plains, come Pack back. Snacks <laughs> in a rucksack, so you've got you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to say fly. That's a good Excellent. one. Right. So, who would you um, like to meet? Could be anyone, dead or alive. Have a drink with, have a bite, you know, a bite, a, a meal or something. Is there anyone that you would like to meet? And I'm going to give you give you two. Two. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's so many people I would like to meet. <clears throat> but if I'm only allowed two, I think I'm going to go with Barack Obama. Nice. 
and I'm going to go with Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they get on? Because you have two to have the very different there. reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I reckon they'd get on all right. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I, I, um, I uh, yeah, Barack Obama, I think for every obvious reasons, everyone would like want to have sit down and have a meal with him. I, I, I think he's unbelievable. Rob Lowe, I... Um, you know, I'm going back to the Breakfast Club days, aren't I, and all of that. So, um, but I recently found, you know, we've all been binge watching um, goodness knows what on TV. Yeah. And I found this TV show called Code Black, which I'd never even heard of before. No. It's sure. about this hospital in Los Angeles. It was only on for three series about five years ago, I think. And it's about this hospital in Los Angeles where they're constantly in cold, code black, which is basically the services overwhelmed. And I'm watching it and thinking, oh, this is good. And I watched the first season. And it was good. And then, to my delight, Rob Lowe appeared. In <laughs> As if by magic. Season two and three. And I became even more obsessed with it. So um, I felt that he was an age-appropriate crush. So I was allowed to have it. So I would like to have... Uh, yeah, I'd say him. But I've got so many more. I mean, yeah, we'll breaking. have to get another podcast in so you can you can talk about the rest. of it. <laughs> Do you know what I thought you were going to say, Caroline? This has really made me giggle. Is I don't even know the name of it now, but it's where he is a policeman in Lincoln, and he went on a TV show. Might have been Graham Norton or something like that. I think it was out last year. Mm. I hadn't seen it yet. And um, he said he got addicted to Monster Munch. <laughs> and I thought it was just such a funny thing for this. I was like you. I loved him in um, St. Elmo's Fire. And oh, yeah. And then to sort of see him being interviewed, this real heartthrob saying he was obsessed with Monster Munch. <laughs> It really made me giggle. And now I've got to go and find what that TV programme yeah. is now. Because I thought that's what you were going to say. No, 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 no. He's a bit more sort of like action hero in this one. So, um, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, actually. So there you go. Ah. Oh, so one thing um, I was going to say, um, last when we did that podcast, the one that the, the, the unpublished podcast, um, you talked about your love of magnesium. <laughs> now, do I you still love magnesium? I did talk about my love of magnesium, yeah. which is kind of random. And anyone listening is going to think, like, my God, there must be more interesting things to love. Um, yeah, I do. And um, so Why? Why? I guess for anyone that doesn't know, magnesium is great for helping you sleep. Um, so um, I, yeah, I have, I, not only do I take magnesium tablets, which is great for your immunity and all sorts of other things, um, I have magnesium bath once a week. And so when you absorb it through your skin, mm. it literally knocks you out. You like go straight to sleep. So if anyone's having trouble sleeping, top tier, oh. magnesium. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I bet you can get that from Wendy's as well. Oh, Wendy bars. Get everything from there. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. There's a no also another local business I'll shout out to, um, run by a, a lovely lady called Gemma War, and it's called Therapia Pura. Ah. And she sells the best magnesium and it's she's got a lovely one that's lime and coconut smelling and it comes in a lovely glass jar and uh yeah so where is she then? Where is she based? She's home based, so oh, okay. um but she's got a website. I th I think it's just therapiapura.co.uk, I think, but she's local, so yeah. Gosh. 
You know, when I got, it was my birthday on Sunday and um, my mum-in-law got me, um, I said to her, I said, look, I'm writing a post about Coastal Remedy. I love Becky, what she's created there. And I said, you know, anything you want to get me from there is fine. So she bought me this shack tie mat. I don't know if you've heard of them. And it's kind of like acupressure. So there's tiny little needles all along this mat. Ouch. And you lay on it and it really helps with back pain and sort of tension. And it also helps you to go to sleep, um, which I did not think would work at all. And it's painful when you first use it, but it is completely amazing. I have to say it's been amazing for me. Um, I would definitely recommend that. That thing goes back for years, doesn't it, Lou? I mean, because you think of, I remember all the funny cartoons of people lying on beds of nails and all that kind of stuff to uh, to help them. And now it's, um, and now it's back. Yeah. So, bed of nails. Yeah, bed of nails. <laughs> I might try that. I love that shop as well. You're right. It's amazing. Fantastic. Uh, Excellent. Right. Well, thank you so much, Caroline. And I, I've tested the audio on this, so we should get this one out. <laughs> And maybe if enough people say, we'll yeah, we'll bring out the the unpublished version. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. Oh, oh thanks, yeah. Caroline. We've loved it, and we'll hopefully get you back. You know, when when sort of we're out of lockdown, maybe in a year's time, and we can talk about where business is then. You know, what's yeah. yeah. changed in a year from now? Working and your yeah. your chairs, and it's there's so much more we we can talk about. Yeah, so definitely. Always and happy have... to come and chat to you guys. You know that. Fantastic. And more your home-baked biscuits as well, Lou. That's what I'm missing, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to maybe think about that. Might start delivering them out to the little podcast. Yes. yes. I've been cake baking, actually, during this lockdown. So I nice. then I start randomly start delivering bits of cake to different people. If I eat <laughs> all the cake. cake that I'm baking, I'm, yeah. Fantastic. It's not, well, you it's take nice. care. Stay safe, Caroline. And, Thank and you. you, Lou. Um, we'll have another podcast for next week and um, meeting some other fantastic people. So keep on listening, everyone. Go yeah. to self There's so many episodes on there as well that you can go and you've been, they can binge listen to South Sea Folks podcast. Fantastic. Okay, well, take yeah. care. And um, yeah, we'll be back again next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.